Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our lexi for today is sevasmos, sevasmos, or respect, a value that runs deep and says a great deal about a person who possesses it. It's taught, it's earned, and when properly practiced, it's a reflection of who you are when you show it to others, but even more powerful when you give it to yourself. When you respect yourself, you're able to live a healthier and more vibrant life due to the choices that you make. Doing something that you believe in is a form of self-respect. Eating well is another form of self-respect. Clearly, following a protocol of respectful behavior will elevate your every day. Here are some things to think about for your personal sevasmos. Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become character. And by all means, watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. Respect or sevasmos a measure of worthiness which you deserve. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new QuadPod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's qodpod.com. The Kefi Life Podcast celebrates the opportunity to help you harmonize the mind, the body, and spirit. All three work as one beautiful being when the effort is purposeful. Our guest today is here to rev up all three cylinders because so much of the work he does is centered around feeling good, looking good, and living your best life through fitness, food, and mental focus. Have I got your attention yet? Charlie Johnson, the world's leading transformation specialist at the forefront of everything muscle building, fat loss, and optimizing human performance. His fitness experience ranges from ski instructor to rugby player to certified precision nutrition coach to bodybuilding, muscle, and fitness model competitions. But it wasn't always like this. Charlie, it's really a privilege to have you share your knowledge with us all the way from the UK. Yes, from the not-so-sunny London, to be fair. Very wintry day here, so that was a very glamorous entrance, so thank you very much. My God, well, your pictures, well, even right now, as I look at you, you just, you really walk your talk and it's so exciting to interview you all the way from, um, are you in London? Uh, just outside. Yes. About 20 minutes from central London. Born and raised. Uh, yes. I'm from an area called Surrey for anyone who knows that. So it's just, uh, South of London. Okay. Well, it's really great to have you here. And today we're going to help our followers live well and in balance during the holiday season. This is always kind of a, like a red flag in certain ways. But first, what and when ignited your passion for optimizing life and being fit in all aspects of your life, specifically fitness? So that's a very, very interesting question. And it's something that 
when you're in the moment, you don't really realize, but it just happens subconsciously. And it's something that I say to a lot of clients when they come to work with us. And I would say to anyone listening to this podcast right now is you may well want to get in shape. You want to lose body fat. You want to have more energy. You want to have whatever. But like, what's the actual why why you want to achieve that? Because there's actually another reason why you want to change. So for me, when I was younger, for example, I was very introvert, which I am now still, I've never done podcasts and things like that. Um, <laughs> and spend my life dancing around social media. I don't dance, but just spend a lot of time making content. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, I was very introverted, lacked confidence, um, wasn't really happy with my appearance. So I then went on a mission to try and change that because the most frustrating thing that I find is when people moan about their situation, but then they do nothing to do, like nothing to change it. And it's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and again, then expecting a different result. I'm sure everyone's heard that before. I believe it was Albert Einstein, but, um, that was really what drove me to then change. And then when I finally actually realized um by doing all the wrong things so probably like, like your listeners have been through as well which we can go through shortly uh, probably when i was about 24 25 how easy it is actually to get in shape when you do the right things in the right ways and you have your mindset in the correct manner which is the most important thing because what you have to really conceptualize is like the body will only go where the mind will take it and a lot of people don't think about this like the reality is in terms of you changing your life physically and mentally it's 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. It's not It's not necessarily about the workout program or the nutrition program. It's building the right habits and you creating the right habits of the person you want to become, if that makes sense. So if your goal is to be a guy and you want to be have six-pack abs and walk down the beach, um, think about it as like, what would that person do on a daily basis? Or if you want to have um, an eight-figure business, what would a, an entrepreneur who aspires for that and has achieved that, what would he do on a daily basis? And when you start to conceptualize and think in that basis, it then becomes much easier for you to then um, become that person. By becoming that person, you then achieve the end result, if that makes sense. Yes. And I think that mindset really is critical. And I love the way that you presented that, Charlie Johnson. One of your blogs, by the way, you are all over the place. Men's Health, Forbes, LinkedIn. I just love the interaction you have on LinkedIn with people from all over the world. And people are just like, they're desperate to feel and look good, but we're talking about the holidays specifically. I, I did read a, um, I went to your website. I was so floored. I'm going to be one of your uh, new uh, best followers, by the way. And you talked about the growth mindset. Let's talk about the holiday mindset. Everyone's thinking about eating and drinking and partying. How are we going to stay in shape, Charlie? So this is something, so there's a lot of ways to think about this. So firstly, I'm going to use myself as an example and talk about slightly different tangent and come back again. So what you have to think about is the compounding effects of all the decisions you've made. So for example, if you've spent the last 11 months of the year not really paying attention to your nutrition and your exercising and general overall health, then you then trying to be like more on target or whatever you want to call it uh, over the festive period isn't really making a difference. Whereas if, for example, this year already, you've been making the right decisions, you've been doing the right actions on a daily basis, that's going to be a compounding effect for you. Now, I'm going to lay this back to myself in a personal circumstance. I recently had a minor surgery like three weeks ago, and I haven't worked out for th three and a half weeks. And my body hasn't really gone backwards that much. And the reason why I'm trying to explain this to people is that that's a compounding effect of all the years that I've spent looking after myself, that my body will still keep itself in decent shape even when I do nothing. Whereas when people try 
to diet or get in shape in a very quick period of time. They're trying to undo a lifetime of bad habits, essentially. So that's something you want to think about in terms of a, a micro and a macro side of things. Now, to take that onto the point of view in terms of the festive period, this is what I always try and suggest with clients and with myself is that the festive period is a time you really want to enjoy. So it's really important to spend time with your loved ones um, and have an awesome time and really make memories in that. And I think everyone listening to that will agree with that. This is like phenomenally important. And I would never, ever say that anyone shouldn't do that. Now, what I want you to do, anyone listening to this, is up until that point, work as hard as you can, talking about, like it was already, about the compounding effects of the right decisions. Yes, yes. So, that, so then at the Christmas, you can enjoy yourself and do what you want. Now, what I mean by like do what you want, one of the greatest things you can learn is to have self-respect for yourself. And by having self-respect for yourself, I don't mean on, like, I, and I'm going to talk about a story I've done, re- I did before on Christmas. Um, don't eat to the point you're sick. Don't get paralytically drunk. Like you don't have to go to that extent. Now, and that's what I talk about having self-respect for yourself. So if you want to have cheesecake on Christmas day, you want to have loads of food, cool, go for it. There's absolutely no issues with that. Do whatever you want. But just think about what you're doing a little bit with your brain. Don't just, do it for the sake of doing it. If you actually want to do it, then do it, but don't feel obliged to eat everything in sight. Is, is that something you've experienced, Kiki? Oh. <laughs> not, not you personally, but. <laughs> well, actually, I'm laughing because everything you're saying is so freaking, I mean, so true. It is so true because the compound effect is what I try to think about. And right now, for example, every day, I'm trying to eat as lean as possible and then treat myself a little bit more on the holidays. But here's what I find is that when the holidays roll around or when a birthday or a celebration rolls around, I'm not really that excited to go crazy because I really like the way I feel when I do the right thing. But it took me a long time to get there, Charlie. And I'm going to ask you a question. Oh boy. <laughs> that, that you realizing how you feel, would you agree is about you becoming self-aware of how you feel, how certain things make you feel when you connect the dots? hundred percent. And that's why when you realize when you go overboard on certain junk food and the next day your brain feels like it's melting and you can't think properly, you then suddenly start to associate that, ah, this is because I did this yesterday. And then you don't want to do it again because you don't want to feel like that. And it's not because you don't want to have the junk food or the alcohol. It's because you don't want to feel like crap. And that's really, really important. So then how do we convey or how do you convey? Because you're the expert on this topic. I'm just that person trying to reach my best self uh, with what I've learned. But then how do you in this interview convey to people that this is a process of awareness, selection of food, combining everything together, respecting, well, everything you kind of mentioned, but a lot of it is mental. It it is mental. And I love a, a quote. So uh, I think it was Thomas Edison who said he found 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. And <laughs> so ultimately, if you fail loads of times really quickly, you'll work out eventually what works. So the worst thing you can do is not try. So that's first and foremost. So I failed at loads of things. And eventually, like I spoke on my podcast about it. One of my friends said, like, the reason why I've done what I've done is because I'm just relentless and I just keep just keep going. And that's the mentality you need to have. But... When it comes to um, fat loss, I had the same. Th- I've done all the same mistakes. Everyone listening to this, so I talk about not overdoing it on Christmas. Maybe two, three years ago, I put on. I put on in one day five kilos, which is like oh, ten pounds. Yeah, maybe more. It's two point two, so it's like 13, 14 pounds in a day. And that was like primarily 
like water weight and stuff like that. And you can imagine how I felt the next day. It was not great. And <laughs> like that is an example of from my own personal experience of, I don't know, I'm an expert in this field, but I wouldn't do that again because then I know how crap I felt and I know how hard I had to work the following week to try and get rid of that sort of situation. So like think about the juice, is the juice worth, juice worth the squeeze sometimes is a good way to think about it. Outstanding. And it, it, it really is true. I, one thing that you said that really resonates with me, and I, I would like to let people know because there's so many people that give up, is that whatever you're doing, if you're trying to reach your best self with fitness and eating, and let's say you go through a slump, the worst thing you can do is just stay down. It's just get back up and get back on the, you know, on the, the healthy eating and healthy fitness track. And is that thing is like one bad meal is not going to destroy your diet. It's then it's the addition of then like the, a big mistake I see people make and with a lot of things is the, I'm not going to swear on the podcast. I'll try it. I'm trying not to swear is the, <laughs> the, the, the effort mentality. So for example, um, you have something you're not supposed to have and then you're like, Oh, I've ruined my diet. I'll just eat everything anyway. Um, which is really a bad mindset to have. And like, but this also comes down to setting yourself up for success in a lot of things. So I'm big into promoting balance and you enjoying what you want in terms of food. So the way we work with clients is we do something called um, the free meal strategy where once a week you can go out and have what you want. Now, I always recommend you do this as the last meal of the day because if, for example, you were going to go for breakfast and you're going to have loads of pancakes and stuff, the reality is if you stick into your food that you're supposed to eat the next day, it's probably gone out the window. Whereas if you go, <laughs> if you, if you go out for dinner, you have a three-course dinner, enjoy dessert, have a glass of wine, whatever, uh, and then go to bed, tomorrow's a new day and you've, even, you've forgotten about it. Great advice. And you know what? At least you get to treat yourself. And then you've, you've, you've given yourself respect all week. And then you've also created those moments with friends, like you say, on that one night out. Um, okay. So when I was in Greece, Charlie, when I lived in Greece for about a year, a while back, uh, years ago, uh, there was my neighbor. She was Greek, but she was from London. So she said that it rained all the time in London. So when I asked her, how's the weather? How's the day? She said, oh, it's cheerio. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Even if it was raining because she was so used to the weather. But here in America, we get a little bit weird when the weather changes. So how do we adapt our mental to any situation, whether it's snowing, raining, foggy, sunny, so that we keep staying in shape and not layering up? We don't have that excuse. One thing I would be aware of, um, particularly for anyone in uh, colder and darker states in the US is vitamin D supplementation. So vitamin D is um, hugely important in terms of the nervous system and hormonal function. So for anyone who is in a colder northern state of the US, Canada, wherever you might be, I would suggest that you use vitamin D in particular during the winter because you're not going to get a lot of natural sunlight exposure from uh, the sun. That will have a big impact. So that would be the first thing I'd probably look at from that side of things. Um, in terms of the seasons, other than that, I think it's just setting yourself up in terms of the right daily habits and the structure. So if, for example, you work for yourself and you normally go to the gym first thing in the morning and now it's dark, if you can push your day back a bit and you can go to the gym two hours later and it's easy if you get up and you just want to work two hours later, could be a way to work around the seasons. It's um, really dependent on the problem. I think the issue most people have is probably the the darkness. I think people struggle to get out of bed, I think. Absolutely. Okay. So we, I cannot believe how fast this went. It's not fair. Oh, people are going to have to listen to your podcast, which is the Charlie Johnson show. Uh, no, it's actually called the shredded show. So if you type into Google, www.shreddedshow.com, that'll come up. We've got about 200 episodes in now. Uh, or you can check that out on Spotify or podcast or YouTube. We have quite a big YouTube channel. 
Okay, great. And I did know that because I went to your podcast and your pictures are amazing. Your physique is perfect. And we're going to have you back to talk about uh, fitness for men and fitness for women. And maybe if we have time for children and teens, but first, as we close out, Charlie Johnson, why do you believe that the general population lost their way or lost our way with movement, fitness, and healthy eating? Uh, lack of knowledge and misinformation from the mainstream media and marketing BS, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, good short answer. Okay, so uh, then I have one more question because you were so succinct there. What are, because I listened to your, uh, your it was your intro on your website and you talked about getting world-class results. And if you're not serious, then I don't need to work with you <laughs> pretty much. But what are world-class results? You've totally motivated me. Becoming the best per version of yourself. So like something, uh, if anyone likes reading, the best book I could recommend for anyone, particularly on a fitness journey or who wants to change, uh, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yes. And one of the things you've got to think about is how can you be 1% better every day? And I think we live in a society where social media, other than podcasts, is the devil where everyone's comparing themselves to each other. And you don't want to compare yourself to anyone else. Just compare yourself to who you were yesterday and try and compete against that person. And if you keep doing that incrementally, then that compounding effect is going to uh, work in your favor. Love it. As we close out, please tell the audience, what is the best way to connect with you, Charlie? Uh, the best way to find me is on Instagram is Charlie Johnson Fitness. Uh, LinkedIn would be just Charlie Johnson Fitness will come up. Again, if you search the same thing into YouTube, it's very straightforward. And the same thing into Facebook. And then the podcast is shreddishow.com. I've also got some free information that can help you with your own journey, uh, which will be in the show notes, which is our free app training course and a uh, free Facebook group for training, which is uh, cjcoachingcommunity.com. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. The simplest way to make improvements in your life is to be aware or mindful of your everyday choices. Often we get bogged down with being stuck instead of paying attention to our choices that keep us in a place. Sometimes we don't even know we're doing something that is non-productive for ourselves. I'll share a personal example with you. Before I began my weight loss journey, I had no idea how much I was eating in a day. As soon as I began to journal and log my food, I was shocked to see that the portions were just too big. I became aware of the fact that my portions were in proportion to the speed at which I was eating and the plate size I was using to hold my meal. This awareness translated to making adjustments for the improvements that I wanted to experience. It's time to wake up to Ola Kala all as well when you become mindful and aware of how you live your life day in and day out. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit KefiLife.com, at KefiLife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.